Nougly. Yeah. <laughs> this is a distinct noodle taste. It, it is noodle. Not noodle. <laughs> this is a noodle. <laughs> My name is Tiana and I'm tired. <laughs> okay. And I'm Ashley. <laughs> otherwise known as a tired. <laughs> and this is Wanga Gal the podcast, your favorite Caribbean food podcast. This episode of the Wanga Gal podcast is sponsored by Central Trading Company Limited, a local and international product and food service distributor specializing in Chinese food items such as Likom Ki sauces, pickled and canned goods, herbs and spices, rice and noodles. Lots and lots of noodles, which we will be talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> noodle time, noodle time. Noodle. Noodle, but not just noodle. Chinese food. Chinese food in Jamaica. Now, this was actually a suggestion, one of the suggestions that we got when um, we were asking or listeners what they want in season two and someone had suggested they wanted to hear us talk about chinese food and the importance and significance of chinese food in jamaican food <coughs> culture i don't know about it being significant in jamaican food culture i know it's significant in my food culture uh, no it's <laughs> i would say it's pretty significant like of course it is you I'm hear joking, people yeah. talking all the time said jamaican chinese food is it's top best, tier chinese food and uh, this is means a lot to me because I am Chinese. If you didn't know, <laughs> be honest. Who didn't know? <laughs> Tell me who never know. I am Blackness. <laughs> you blazing? I'm blazing. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, no. I grew up. My grandfather is directly from China. Straight, straight out of China. China. Straight out of China. Um, yeah, I believe him come from the Hong Kong region, but like, me not really too know because didn't I, he like I not speak English? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> so how him and your grandmother end up? I ask this question all the time, and nobody can give me a straight the answer. The power of a Jamaican woman, eh? the power of a Jamaican woman, and the power of Chinese food. <laughs> adapt, adapt, I must that. But so, my father, my grandfather was fully, fully Chinese, and my grandmother was Blasian, she mm. was half black, half Chinese. And yeah, so I, I I grew up eating Chinese food all the time. Same, but I ain't got nothing tied to Chinese people. No, like <laughs> well, like I grew as in like when I would come home from school, there would be a bowl of juk waiting for me. Oh, nice! Like that because I live beside. I used to live beside my grandmother. We definitely had a Christmas one year where it was just Chinese food. It was like Christmas ham, macaroni and cheese, chow mein, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> So yeah. Oh, that's vibes. <laughs> so yeah, it, vibes. it was vibes. It was vibes. My family is pretty big on their their Chinese food culture. So, so all of that to say, I think Chinese food is really important, or not really important, but it has its own space. Yeah, it's significant in Jamaican food culture, right? And for some reason, the food just tastes good. Yeah, like, it's not for some reason. The people them can cook. Like I feel it like no matter good. who you are, no matter who you are, I don't no think matter, I've ever met one person who said I'm do like Chinese food. Yeah, like even honestly, even if all you eat from a Chinese restaurant is sweet and sour chicken and white it rice, it tastes good. It still tastes good. Do you have any favorites? Favorite like restaurants or food? I'm I'm a basic bitch. 
my 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 go to excuse me <laughs> my go to like lunch menu like lunch menu item really is like i just get like the sweet and sour chicken because mm. i can't but like lunchtime like a good sweet and sour chicken with like a pineapple in there and mm. some white rice mm. that's it the spot that's, that's good the spot but for regular um like if i go to a chinese restaurant like i don't need i'm not one of those people that needs to order sweet and sour chicken okay i really like a good chop suey or chow mein i really love uh like the roast chicken I just realized that we've been friends for like a decade and I don't know why you order on a Chinese food menu. I don't think we've really gone out to I think eat I can remember Chinese. one time we've gone out to eat Chinese Same. food. I mean, dim sum don't count. Yeah, no. Dim, <laughs> dim sum is a whole different bar. Dim sum is a whole we'll different get to episode. Dim sum later. We'll get to dim sum later. But um, yeah, I don't know what you would normally order as a meal. Because honestly, like if I go, like I'm very advent, like I'm willing to try anything with Chinese mm. food. I don't think I That's have how a I feel about order. it too. Like if, I, like if I was to go with people, I wouldn't be like... <laughs> I have to have this. I have to have that. No, anything, no, anything for me with Chinese food. Me need some pork on the table, though. Yeah, like you can't be Chinese and don't eat pork. That's I'm fine. Sorry. Chinese or no Chinese, I'm an advocate for it. <laughs> so, um, and I love it anyway at all. You give it to me, roast pork, sweet and sour pork. It don't. If you want curry the pork meal, try it and eat it same way. Yeah. I love duck. Yeah, I really love duck and recently well i won't say recently but i really like certain restaurants roast chicken mm. not everywhere the chinese roast chicken is good surprisingly you know that deli in sovereign deli works right beside cafe blue mm. they do have very nice chinese roast chicken oh, for lunch I didn't know it's that. very I've never very I don't good. think i've ever gone to them yeah it's very nice but you know i feel like there are some there are certain meals um that people associate with chinese food mm -hmm. which is always their go-to especially as jamaicans so you know them always want sweet and sour chicken them always want special fried rice and mm -hmm. them always want chow mein i actually will be a little controversial here and say i don't like fried rice so i go i'm a white rice fan i'm a i'm a white rice purist how how do we move on from this how do we go forward <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll never forget. I think one time we went to were you there? In I think it was sixth form. We were in sixth form and we had all gone to China Express. Yes, I was there. And I remember everybody at the table was like, I want fried rice, I want fried rice, and I was like, No, I want white rice. And I think we ordered a thing of fried rice and like I think I was the only person that ate it. If you I mean if white I'm, rice. Yeah, the white rice, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, well, you know, the the meals always come with white white rice and the yeah. meats, so no, I was very happy with my white rice. I went nice and sticky, but also yeah, I fluffy. love sticky white yeah, rice. Yeah, that's a vibe. That's a vibe. What is your favorite like Chinese restaurant in Jamaica? I wouldn't say I have a favorite Chinese restaurant, but there are certain things on different menus that I really enjoy. So I like the duck from Jade Garden. You know, I don't think I've ever ordered duck out. Really? If you never know, my father have a like a duck farm. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me keep going on the horse then. Yeah, yeah, my father, for some reason, has started a little... There's nothing wrong with that. I farm of ducks um, by his stable. My father is a trainer at Caymanas Park. And Big up Tenzan Chong was featured in the in the newspaper the other day. I never yeah. tell nobody about it. Yeah, same go. Big up Tenzan. Big up Tenny, Tencent, you know. Yeah, so he, he has started growing his own ducks. So you don't buy duck out. So we don't buy duck, we just wait until the ducks grow and then you my auntie my auntie will cook them. Either Auntie Pat or Auntie Marie mm. will cook. 
and so yeah, yeah. I actually cannot ever recall going to a Chinese restaurant yeah I, I, I like the duck from, from Jade Guy and you can get the entire duck if you want you just pre-order it you can get a whole roast duck for like a family dinner mm-hmm. they're this really nice fried wonton thing that Taros does that I like too and the, the green Thai chicken something from China Express is really mm. nice so I have like different favorite meals from different places just like how I prefer the spring rolls from Dragon Court than yeah. at Jade Garden and I prefer dim sum at Dragon Court than Jade Garden as well but the good thing about Jade Garden's dim sum is that you can get it every day of the week they have a simple oh, menu I didn't know that. they have a simple menu that you do every day um every day of the week so when me and Chinese order we'll get like if we want a small dinner we just order two bowls of soup and some dumplings and that's a dinner yeah i don't know if i have a favorite chinese restaurant to be honest i just go places bradley's family loves jade mm-hmm. so they go to jade a lot for lunch so i get jade lunch very often i think what's funny is i don't know if it's the same now but back in um when i was in undergrad mm-hmm. remember how like chinese restaurants have like lunch special and as a university student that is what you want you know use the first opportunity to buy lunch out of road during the week because before you're coming from high school where you're restricted mm-hmm. so we used to be very adventurous with where we would go for food and i remember that back then jade garden had the cheapest mm-hmm. lunch special and i was very surprised by it and I'm, I'm wondering if people never know about it because when you hear jade garden you hear expensive and at the yeah, time i'm not gonna lie yeah, <laughs> general, jade garden is expensive yeah and I, I don't even want to tell you how much money i spent for a bowl of soup and the dumplings the other day anyway we would go to like taros and at taros the lunch menu was probably the lunch special is like 550 dollars and at jade garden is only 500 dollars so i was mm-hmm. very impressed by that and the good thing about jade garden is that you can choose to not get to get meals without msg to be honest sometimes i really just want greasy chinese food eat what you want eat yeah. you know like i'll actually crave greasy chinese food yeah specifically yeah like that's why honestly sometimes you just have to get like a noodle them because the noodles <laughs> always have, greasy the noodles have the grease i feel like we couldn't talk about chinese food without because you know like how chinese food reach in jamaica like jamaica like look where china is and look where jamaica is like mm-hmm. how has chinese food become so such a staple in our food culture in our cuisine yeah in our cuisine and it really is indentured labor labor, (laughs) which which colonization people like so if you did not do seasick history yeah um when slavery was abolished um there was a need obviously for a, a labor supply which was also very cheap but you know they couldn't get it for free afterwards because slavery offered free but now you have to pay for the labor yeah so they sought out um people to come from asia and the first set of people actually came from i think there was a time where people from portugal came and then the supply of people who came it wasn't large enough and then they tried the chinese population mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so of course this would be the post emancipation era mm-hmm. so everybody knows emancipation happened 1839 
So, say all of that to say, Asian flavors did not exist in the Caribbean before that, mm -hmm. right? If any Asian flavor did exist here, it was because you had a white man that went over to Asia on whatever trip he went on, and he came back with a spice as a tourist, right? As in spice, as in a woman? Like he brought an Asian woman with him? That is how I see it. That is how white people <laughs> carry spice. Anyway, that's another story for another <laughs> But yeah, so it's reported that the earliest ship of Chinese migrant workers came to Jamaica in 1854. Mm -hmm. So 1854, you're now seeing the first wave of Asian people come into enter the space of the Caribbean, right? And they're here and obviously they're gonna bring their cuisine of course because they have their culture with them and they're gonna bring it with them like you can't i mean you can't expect them to just come there and like what well, is similar to how i um, jerk the enslaved africans came and brought their exactly. culture they brought exactly. their way of cooking their way of life so obviously we expect the chinese to do the same exactly so what i find so fascinating about chinese food well jamaican chinese food there's right? a distinction and there has to be a distinction because and that is the, the distinction is what i find fascinating the distinction of when you go to china itself you're not gonna find the same flavors in chinese food i've been told mm -hmm. yeah i've been told as well that it, it's just not the same and wonga takes china coming soon <laughs> pray for us guys pray for us wonga tour china <laughs> wonga tour asia because remember we have to go japan and get the the wagyu beef yeah so. yeah i'm all for it imagine you're like a chinese person in china properly you grow you live there mm -hmm. you're now being told that you're now being offered a contract because that's what it was mm -hmm. to come to the other side of the world and mind you this is the quote-unquote new world so i'm thinking that a lot of chinese people before had never even thought to venture over to the caribbean plus they were having labor issues over there like right. people were unable to find work so that's what that would the main purpose was that the men would leave their families come to the caribbean to seek work because they told right. them they'd get some good pay right so i can imagine they're like coming to this new place and remember they never have internet and them thing back then well what is a social media what is an instagram computer you don't know nothing right influencer don't know her she don't exist exactly you must just pack up everything you must pack up your bouillon cube and your soy sauce and your poison sauce and you must carry your walk with you and me would pack all of that up for come with me upon my ship so you pack all of that up you come to jamaica right but then all right let's say you're in jamaica for maybe two months your soy sauce done you have to find something you have else. to find something else and i think that that is how the jamaican so jamaican in flavor was the chinese born. Okay. yeah so it's really not jamaican chinese food is is chinese food that has been influenced by the jamaican flavors you know and i also think jamaica had an entire food culture before, before. chinese mm -hmm. set foot here right there was an entire combination of uh african flavors with european flavors because everybody and their mother drink tea and <laughs> so there was this already this amalgamation of european flavors with african flavors and then you had those unique 
indigenous flavors like jerk mm -hmm. and stuff like that so there was already this really flavorful mix going on and they just added theirs to it and then you just boom add a whole another layer like and i mean obviously if even if you haven't been to china as yet for people who have even traveled to the u.s you realize that there's a distinct flavor between the chinese food you have there versus here mind you some of the best chinese food i've had abroad is like chinese food from the mall like fast food chinese yeah. it's really good yeah. like some panda express panda chinese <laughs> That's orange chicken when I'm have going yeah. on over there. Then put them foot in there and big up to Panda Express for it. So you see that there's a distinct taste between, you know, just Chinese food outside of Jamaica. Yeah. So obviously there has to be some influence from Jamaican cuisine yeah. where there was some infusion in the different um, cultures that we had from before, which yeah. had us with the result of what yeah. we have now. And I think too, it must be, it must have been. I think it's a combination of one coming to a new place and being exposed to all these new flavors mm -hmm. right so so like as a chinese person coming to jamaica for the first time you're now tasting all of these foods that were not familiar to you right and so you must be like mm, i wonder how this would have taste in a ramen i wonder how i wonder how scotch bonnet would have taste in a roast a roast chicken you know like i feel like those things must have gone through um people's minds and then on the other side there is you want to find those flavors from home but you can't really find them exactly as they were from home because we're in a different terrain mm -hmm. the climate is different the availability the availability of vegetables that we have here is different so i'm sure that a lot of chinese people at that time were being very experimental trying to find something as close as possible yeah, to the original yeah. i remember in them time there too there wasn't a lot of export and import at of least course. there was but it wasn't as fast and it also wasn't for the purpose of satisfying the palate of the chinese man who yeah. was an indentured worker yeah. on the plantation yeah so i'm sure i think a mixture of those two things then creates this very unique flavor and we thank god for it god no god no oh <laughs> god. my god listen <laughs> on a sunday morning food. if you guys follow me on twitter 10 times out of nine i'm talking about either going to dim sum wanting to go go to dim sum or say i just had dim sum so i'm gonna lie down and sleep <laughs> right yeah no mm -hmm. i think i think dim sum though is one of those it's like a pocket of chinese food that i feel like a lot of jamaicans don't know about yeah a lot of people i mean it could be argued that is a very uptown thing i wouldn't be surprised i mean i never had dim sum before you yeah mm -hmm. and ex dim sum experience was because you took me right and, and, and i thank you for that you're welcome you're welcome so if you don't know dim sum is basically chinese but well what it's come to, it's come to be known as chinese breakfast, breakfast in jamaica it's not necessarily chinese breakfast in china because i have it for dinner too yeah so dim sum is really it just means it's really just like little bites like little eats so it really started because you know in china people you know walk foot times and there were a lot of tea shops because you know china and so once upon a time you know you'd be walking for these long hours and you'd stop at a little tea shop and you have your little tea and someone just decided hey let's not only serve tea let's serve some dumplings let's serve some dumplings let's add a little spice and that's how dim sum came to be and thank the lord that that happened Listen, who before ever? indentured labor because it reached over in jamaica and me love it yeah let me tell you something whoever 
started that dim sum movement you deserve a medal but let me tell you i i'm a slut for dim sum i can't put in, i can't put it in any other words i i oh god yeah it's really just a combination of like little dumplings shrimp dumplings mm. shrimp pork, dumplings, pork dumplings pork and shrimp dumplings you know sour bows chicken rolls, noodles chicken food, spare ribs mm-hmm. greens yeah it's just really a lot of little little dishes and it's like kind of like a sample sample we should go to dim sum on sunday yeah very really full honestly i wouldn't might go <laughs> we just might end up over there now that you know we've talked we've spoken about what makes jamaican chinese food jamaican chinese, jamaican food. chinese food right i mean of course we're in jamaica so you mm-hmm. would want to specify that we're eating chinese food mm-hmm. but would you even say that it's jamaican chinese food or would you just say it's jamaican food because it, it it's it's so unique to jamaica you get you get what i'm saying yes um like it's not it's not traditional jamaican food in terms of like it's not akian saltfish it's not oxtail. Yeah, it's not traditional, but it still but holds the, a space. Yeah, and at the end of the, the day, cuisine. it is Jamaican food because you cannot find that flavor anywhere else. You cannot find that Jamaican Chinese food. I think flavor. we should do this as um, a poll or a Q and A on Twitter right. and Instagram. Yeah. For this episode, we should ask what people think. Do you think that Jamaican Chinese food can just be referred to as Jamaican food or because of its distinct taste, or do you have to specify that it's Jamaican Chinese? Yeah. Food? Because I can tell you, even the Chinese food in Trinidad tastes different. Really? Yeah. Like significantly? Yeah, I would like I could tell. I was like, this don't taste like Timip. It tastes like doubles. <laughs> you also not in Trinidad? It oh my like, god, Ashley! It like curry Chinese. Ashley, they put ketchup on the chow mein, Ashley. Take off the mic, make a leave. Ashley, <laughs> Chinese restaurant, I'm away from a like a Chinese lunch. I'm see the man out of chow men and the man just open the box and spray the ketchup all hey, over the top. Man, like him now, because Zion Gates, you know, like there's no way at all he's been legs in through the pearly gates. I have never been so shook in my life. I would leave, you know why? why? Because clearly, them can't trust the chow men and have to put ketchup on it. I would have to, <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell the waitress no. to cancel my Tr- order. Trinidadians put ketchup on every, then put ketchup on, on pizza. The pizza that already have tomato sauce, then put the ketchup on top of that. Ketchup is not even that great of a condiment to put on anything. Actually, and in my opinion, like, it's not. It's, ketchup is so no. <laughs> what is wrong with Why? you? Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, see, I love that to say. Clearly, I think every Caribbean country, every quote unquote new world country, I think has their own variation to of Chinese what food. Chinese food tastes like because. The population was different like mm-hmm. jamaica got way more chinese people than trinidad did trinidad got an influx of indian people yeah so what as, happened as with that was, um when the first set of chinese came for the purpose of indentured labor um they realized that chinese people weren't necessarily suitable to work on the plantations mm-hmm. to the extent of which they was necessary and they, the productivity wasn't that great the output wasn't that great within the time space that they needed which is how the indians came in afterwards and then the influx of indians they kept on bringing in more and more and more and more indians simply because they allegedly worked better than the chinese under the conditions yeah um so you'll realize that certain caribbean countries have more indians than chinese and but, what i found out as well while, while i was studying in trinidad is that the reason why Trinidad ended up with so many Indians is because 
when the boats were coming from Asia, obviously they'd stop at Trinidad first because Trinidad was like and the Indian like, people them say yo, and them say yo, yo, them not come off. So that's really and truly what happened. The man them bail out, <laughs> the man them bail out over Trinidad and say yo, this is where I'm gonna settle. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Geography is a hell of a it's thing. It's a hell of a thing. I think pe- I wonder if people realize that geography played such a huge part in our history. Like geography plays a huge part like, in the food that we eat. Yeah, like it's as well. No, that's what I mean. Like with history and how. Everything that came out of that history has been created and influenced contemporary society. Like, yeah. something as simple as, yeah. look at the first thing you learn in geography in first form is about the Bering Strait. And what did the, the Bering mm-hmm. Strait facilitate? Movement of people mm-hmm. to the new world. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Because mm-hmm. simple as that, Trinidad have Indian people because of how geography set up. Trinidad yeah. over there, so, and they never want to go further, so they stop so over just there. No, Trinidad has a huge Indian, Indian culture. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And even when you think about it too, like there's so many things that we for instance, you know that like the Chinese population is what really pushed the use of cabbage in Jamaica? <laughs> no. You couldn't eat no no cabbage and bully beef if it wasn't for the Chinese people? Well you probably could, but I'm just saying we like Chinese people like th- that. Cabbage, that's that's crazy is, to me. Cabbage is a staple in Jamaican meals. Yeah, it's a staple in Jamaican meals, and I feel like cabbage was already. Uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Don't quote me on this. I think cabbage was here before the Chinese, mm-hmm. but the the intensity with which people cooked with cabbage did not exist until Chinese people came. And I think that's crazy because so many people eat Chinese now. Chinese, yeah. uh, cabbage. There. So many people eat cabbage. It's funny because uh, that it's, wild... it's actually your uncle who introduced me to like different ways in which you can cook cabbage. I never know say you could make cabbage soup before Uncle Merton told me. Yeah. Yeah. He's the yeah. one. I want to say Uncle Merton told me about cabbage soup. I want to say back in like 2014. And I was like, cabbage soup? Yeah, cabbage soup. He might teach me how to make it. Cabbage soup is very, very And it good. helps you to lose weight. Yeah, that's a true. Something that's that true. he taught me. Also, when you're breastfeeding, <laughs> why did you do that to your breast? Like, <laughs> this is also important, you know. But um, when you're breastfeeding, you know, I mean, breastfeeding is food. I guess it's like a Chinese remedy. Remedy. Mm. Um, you know, when you breast, well, you we wouldn't know. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't never breastfed before. But apparently, when you're breastfeeding, sometimes you'll get little like. The milk will like clog up sometimes yeah. and you'll get like little lumpy lumps mm-hmm. and it hurt and thing. If you put a cabbage leaf over your breast, it will like suck out. I'm glad you yeah. said that because yeah. now we can talk about the influence of Chinese medicine and food. Yeah. Did you know that if you put an onion in your socks, it can help with regulating um proper organ functioning as well as cleaning toxins out of your blood yeah well you know reflexology i was about to say chinese people are big on reflexology Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is why somebody told me that one of the best foot massages you can get is actually in china because they know a lot about reflexology so um there's like a specific spot in your heel Mm -hmm. that is connected to your organs which is why the onion you know how when you cut an onion you cry Mm -hmm. apparently the enzymes containing onions is also powerful enough to do all of those things for your body wow so i was curious one day and i tried it so they said put the slice of onion in your socks 
or put on your heel mm-hmm. put our socks over it to keep it on sleep in it and when you wake up the next day you'll feel like energized and you'll feel good it might be a mind over matter thing but i did feel nice when i wake up the next day so big up the chinese for influencing well, that as go. well there you go you know chinese chinese medicine is a big thing of course thank chinese people for tiger bomb really because, i never know that yeah tiger bomb is a fully chinese product and tiger bomb if you look on the bottle Yo, every Jamaican old person household have a bottle believe of tam- in a tiger, tiger bomb. bomb. Like, believe I remember in a tiger bomb. when I was growing up, if somebody opened tiger bomb in the house, no matter how big the house is, you go smell the tiger mm-hmm. bomb. Like, that mm-hmm. shit is powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Save your life. Save my life. Many a time. Yeah, lift, because you used to break up before them all the time. Lift up the coal off of my chest, so you mean. Mm-hmm. You used mm-hmm. to use tiger bomb for that too? Mm-hmm. My grandmother put ta- any ailments you have. <laughs> she she the gone for the tiger bomb. <laughs> Jesus. But anyways, we're going off the topic of food. But actually, we're not because we're still Chinese influence in Jamaican culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even like drinking green tea, that's big Chinese. Jasmine tea. Yeah, they're so Chinese people have, or not Chinese people, but Chinese culture has really just permeated through Jamaican culture in almost everything in food in medicine and what's in funny business is, um, everything that we're talking about now is coming from the history of Chinese um, migration into Jamaica but now we're seeing bigger Chinese influences now where um, most people will know about the trade wars between China and the US and what, what, what why was that that was because China is becoming more of a superpower than mm-hmm. the US mm-hmm. and that has to do with um, their power in globalization yeah and we're seeing so much foreign investment from china in jamaica and other caribbean islands yeah. and we've been seeing their presence over the years yeah. and we've been feeling their presence so it's something where we're kind of coming full circle yeah you know yeah. chinese kind of started and put their presence in the caribbean and now they're maintaining and yeah. building a new history building That's a new true. foundation building a new legacy in the caribbean as well we have so many things now that we utilize and make our lives easier because of china yeah i mean for sure highways oops oops Highway, a, a lot of, in two minutes a lot of tech solutions of course buildings, buildings. even so building styles development styles it's all modeled off of chinese manufacturing and chinese technology yeah. and of course food and of course and food. of course food. and to me food is the best part of all of it yeah Good i would especially in, in our in our opinion in our humble opinion. our humble unbiased opinion. yes yeah all right and now the time has come to taste some noodles boy did central, you get a reference a while ago yes <laughs> central trading how much noodle this actually holy yo they one two three four five the... six seven eight nine ten different kind of noodles remember when i told you guys i was on a diet this while <laughs> this while but you know we gonna taste so we which one we doing first so let's do the vermicelli noodles first okay so guys so what i've basically done is cooked all of them in the same like chow mein style so we have like a controlled flavor we're really trying the different noodles so you know we have likum ki soy sauce sesame oil hoisin hoisin sauce, sauce, oyster, oyster sauce oyster sauce zhaoxing wine as well as some rice wine vinegar rice wine vinegar yes as well as some onion powder ginger powder mm-hmm. that and, garlic powder. and garlic powder there okay. we go we're just there for taste we're there for taste all right I don't so, want to all eat miss so you serve yourself thanks so first up is the vermicelli noodles 
vermicelli is like a broader noodle it looked like linguine yeah <laughs> i believe it's called ho fan that's the chinese name not bad no this is definitely a noodle that you don't need a whole heap of creamy sauce with it's good by itself it's a noodle that holds on to flavor mm-hmm. by itself like you don't really need to put it in or nothing and you can use it for your alfredo pasta yeah honestly like yeah, just feel like it could be alfredo <laughs> if you if you know if you can't find if you're at home and you want some alfredo one day you really could use this vermicelli for it all right we are gonna in our one nougat coma after this on to the next yeah i'm gonna roll my home now mm. which one is that these are the beijing noodles the beijing noodles um as you can probably tell it's a popular noodle in beijing, beijing. it's a much smaller noodle and smaller means smaller in size yeah meaning width as a compared to the Diameter. previous one mm-hmm. which is like a linguine look mm-hmm. this feels this like remind me of oh god it not coming to me that that um oh god i don't know the name of it enough. this is nice though actually i like this it's a skinny noodle mm. it's very simple mm-hmm. and it's very obvious that the noodle itself have some flavor yeah because it tastes different from, from the, the from the vermicelli yeah, like it has true. its own taste and i'm really into it so we're gonna put this in the top five yeah so what that belgian no beijing <laughs> same thing beijing <laughs> <laughs> the beijing noodles the beijing noodles yeah i really like it all right next up is their instant noodles so this is like supposed to be that really quick dropping pot so tian and i were saying that this one you can use it for like ramen yeah i think have like ramen consistency i think like ramen too this would be the best like quick ramen noodle for sure yeah this is 100 percent ramen noodles it's soft like melting your mouth soft mm-hmm. no man this bad this one have a good have a good bla- baseline to work with so it don't have an overpowering taste where it would clash with seat with seasonings so it's very good to work with which is why it's perfect for ramen this would definitely be nice i'm like, into it in like chicken stock for sure yeah for sure for sure for sure but that is not the right cover miss <laughs> seat over there so <laughs> listen it's noodle chaos in this it's place noodle right chaos now. right now so these are the plain noodles this is like pad thai yeah this does look like a pad thai (laughs) this is like a pad thai noodle yeah definitely a a closer to pad thai noodle for sure even in the taste not just in the look and the texture it has almost like a little sour flavor that that pad thai usually Mm -hmm. has a pad thai usually has a little slow this could be very nice even in like a sweet and sour sauce to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm into it so at first it's a little sweet and then it kind of hits you with a sour afterwards. Yeah. Hmm. A little tangy. Yeah. Mm. I like that. This one definitely, I realize that most of these noodles definitely have their own flavors. Because you can, even though we use the same sauces as a base for everyone, Trust you me taste guys. the difference in them. And I'm really into it. Because we only know like cup soup and like <laughs> liquor chow mein, like people think that oh our noodles must taste the same no, no they do not at all like mm-mm. all right next up we have the chinese style noodle i don't know what that means, means yeah but it's chinese style so they're a little flatter and wider not as wide as the plain noodles 
Which is what we described which as Which is what the, we just the, had. Um, the pad thai. Yeah. This is more close to like a chow mein noodle. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you're saying that though. Because this is one of the last ones that were made. And the sauce Fresh, is... Yeah, and think? the sauce is still like present properly Maybe. on the noodles. But again, it still has a distinct flavor. Yeah. I just can't identify it. This is not my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I feel the same way. Noodle. Yeah, I feel the same way about it. Like the like the first one that we described as linguine. Yeah, what I want the name? Vermicelli. Oh, I can't read whatever you wrote on that. List. Vermicelli. All right, put it over here with the vermicelli. Uh huh. Not bad, you know. Not bad, but, but it it in second place to the ones we have on the next corner. We'll soon tell you which ones. All right, so now we have the Taiwanese style noodle. So this is like a real a thick noodle. This is this noodle. Like egg noodles. This noodle I feel it tickles them. It's a thick body noodle. It's a thick body noodle. <laughs> and so they're really <laughs> they're really wide. Let me tell you, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you need to go through the Wanga files and figure out why we keep on referencing <laughs> thick body things. It's very important as Wanga listeners to find out about what that inside joke yes. or where it came from. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Okay, so this is like a really wide curly noodle. Yeah, it's kind of curly. Wow. Noogly. Yeah. <laughs> this is a distinct noodle it, taste. It is noogle. Not noodle. This is a noogle. noodle. <laughs> I like it though. I wouldn't eat this by itself. I like just plain. Like, I don't just eat it by itself. Yeah. Like, if my cook soup, I'm gonna just drop it in there. Yeah. No, that bad. Yeah. Big up the Taiwanese noodles. I figured out how to like this one a lot still. Big up the Taiwanese noodles. That Put bad. Put it over there, so. Alright, so now in the same style of the Taiwanese noodle, we have the buckwheat sliced noodles. So it looks a lot like the Taiwanese noodles. They look identical, identical to But me. instead of being made out of regular wheat, like the Taiwanese, it's made out of buckwheat, which apparently is like a superfood. I don't know. We learn every, something new every day. Yeah. Apparently, like, it's in this diet that Adele used to lose a lot of weight. Inject it into my veins. Give it to me. Thank like you. It, like, <laughs> it's just like, you eat a lot of, like, buckwheat pasta on the diet. I can't remember what it's called. Mm. It's a little bit of indifference, I guess it's because we probably shouldn't have tried this one on the Taiwanese noodles back to back Maybe. because they're very similar. But I'm not opposed, like, no, it's I would just eat good this. noodles by itself. Yeah. I feel like these are the kind of noodles where you put anything on it and it goes very well. Yeah, I like it. No, man, this is a good line of noodles. Mm, mm, mm. I like it. If you guys, um, well, not if, but since you guys can't see it, Tiana just hit the quan. We have what, three more? Yeah, three more. Alright, now is the Shanghai noodle. Yeah, this one sounds like it could So be we bad. went to Beijing Ooh. and now we're in Shanghai. These are very skinny noodles. These almost look very ramen y too. Like the ramen that you buy in store, like store Like ramen. a nice ramen, mm. not like no like a cup noodle. Yeah. Big up the people of Shanghai. Yeah, this is a ramen noodle. Mm -hmm. This is an uptown ramen noodle. Melting your mouth noodle. Mm -hmm. Soft. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll then turn out in this because mm -hmm. once it's hit hot water, it's just soft. Like butter. I like that. I'm into it. That is delicious. That's right. some good noodles. Second to last, we have the Hang's noodle. You sure it's the second to last? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Hang's noodle. Which is another small noodle, but it's like flat. 
So it's flat and wide but small. So like a small version of a linguine. Yeah. Miss, why are the noodles so? I don't know. Them just <laughs> itch up, itch up. Then stick up, stick up. Oh, this name melts in your mouth. This, this disintegrate. You don't even have to bite it. This disintegrate the minute it touch your tongue. Wow. This is soup noodles. This is soup things. I feel like I wouldn't want to have this with like heavy meats like mm -hmm. shrimp and beef and chicken. So I wouldn't use it in a chow mein. Definitely little ramen. Like a pot chow, like, like a pot stick off. I would say like a vegetable stock. Not even yeah, like a, no. Yeah. Probably little water seasoning. Mm. Mm. Simple. Oh, I love that. Alright. Now we got the last one. Wow, we have been eating noodles for about 15, 15 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but we cut through though because we had like 12 minutes. Alright, this is the last one. Which one is it? This is a spinach noodle. So this is why I'm quite intrigued. They're like green. Well, they were green before the um. sauce. The noodle itself is infused with spinach. So I love spinach. Get some. Get get your greens. Eat your greens. Yo, you smell the spinach in there, you know? Mm -hmm. Even with the with the sauces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my favorite. <laughs> this can't go on. No, this is my favorite. This and then you can use this in like a Singapore noodle, mm -hmm. like a stir fry. Because it has that undertaste. It has mm -hmm. like that, that flavor, that aftertaste rather. Mm hmm No man, I love this yeah, one. Yeah man, eat your greens. This probably is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Ashley's favorite is the spinach. Mm-hmm. I think so. My favorite is the Taiwanese style, for sure. But they are all very good. Big up Central Trading Ooh. Company. Yes. It's a big, very good. Wow, mm -mm. it's a good haul of noodles. Nugo Komano, thank you so much, Central Trading, for gifting us all of these <laughs> noodles. This is wild, you know. You really expose us to like a whole new world right now. Because I mean, normally when people go out and buy noodles, them just buy any noodle because them repurpose it and use it for everything that yeah. they're cooking. As long as it's noodles, you just buy the same kind. Yeah. But now that I've been, you know, I've been shown the light. I will know which for one sure. to buy for which meal because for even sure. the way how it's cooked now with just like the basic sauces mm -hmm. and cooking everything the same way you still identify what will taste good with what or what will be best with different types of meals yeah I'm into it I'm also into it I'm also into it if you're looking to get into business with central trading company definitely uh, contact them directly if you're a retailer you can look up for the wide selection of noodles in all of your major supermarkets and retailers uh visit them on instagram at central trading ja email them at central trading ja at gmail.com or call 876-968-1681 for more info on how to partner with the central trading company limited of course we want to thank again our sponsors our sponsor central trading company limited it was so amazing having you know this experience of trying all the different and just something different for the episode yeah and for prompting the conversation about definitely, uh, chinese definitely. food and jamaican and because chinese for all culture. of the products that you left in tiana's kitchen that i will be taking home with me yeah no i i will be eating noodles for days <laughs> So thank you so much, Central Trading Company. And when you go to the supermarket the next time, be, be sure to look out for them and the different noodle selection that yes. they offer. Yes. Uh, Lee Kong Kee is probably the most, I would say, the most popular brand that they carry. I mean, I feel like anybody who cooks 
any sort of Asian inspired food has a, has at least one Lee Kum Kee product. Definitely. So yeah, so support the thing, support the thing, guys, and you know, continue to enjoy good Chinese food in Jamaica because why not? And as always, stay safe. Remember to sanitize, wear your mask, and social distance. Mm -hmm. And tune in for the next episode. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.